the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast, explaining the news coming out of the complex worlds of finance, economics, and politics, and the impact it will have on everyday Americans. Author, investment banker, consumer advocate, analyst, and trader, Chris Markowski. All right. I, um, I mentioned, uh, it was yesterday, day before, um, watching all of the generals, all of the generals, and it, it's almost like a parody. Uh, honestly, I, I'm going to have to go back and, and rewatch uh, Dr. Strangelove. Uh, I <laughs> really am going to have to rewatch Dr. Strangelove because um, I'm watching this stuff on TV. I'm watching the generals talking about uh, all the strategy um, that they need to put into place and putting boots on the ground and the need to defend the Ukraine. Um, again, these are. Well, these are paid contributors to uh, Fox News and MSNBC and CNN. And I- I'm sure they're also getting a nice check from uh, some defense contractor somewhere, lobbyist group, whatever it may be. Um, but uh, I, watching Cavuto, watching, I wasn't watching the show. I was watching a clip of the show that was uh, sent to me. And there was a uh, senator from Mississippi. His name is Roger Wicker. Not too familiar with uh, Roger Wicker, quite frankly. Um, but Roger Wicker was on, and uh, he's being interviewed. And he said he, um, he won't rule out, it's Ar- Armed Services Committee, by the way, he won't rule out a major American ground war with Russia. Won't rule it out. Oh, this over the Ukraine, by the way. But wait, there's more. Um, he suggested that the United States should not rule out first-use nuclear action against Russia in the event Moscow threatens the Ukraine. Didn't we just go over this entire thing? Has Roger Wicker picked up a history book? Does he understand this region at all? Does he, say where, does he know where the Ukraine is located? Realize, do you, the, he doesn't understand that Ukraine is not an island off of, uh, uh, you know, off the coast of Massachusetts, right? He's not, he's not confusing, you know, Martha's Vineyard or Nantucket with the Ukraine, right? He, he does understand that the Ukraine borders Russia. I, you go on national TV. And saying that you're, we're not going to rule out first use nuclear reaction. It's, again, it's right out of Dr. Strangelove. One of Kubrick's finest, by the way. I, I, I don't know what to tell you because you got other Republicans that we've made fun of here on the program as well that are, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe it gives them a hard on or something like that, trying to be tough. You know, let's, let's yeah, put boots on the ground. I, like the, I think they like the way it sounds. What are you doing? Well, you're gonna, you're gonna, we're going to send, we're going to put, we're going to send troops to the Ukraine. Really? Huh. Hey, I, I'm sure most of the country would be right behind you there. Not. And it's um, what was it? We've since nine eleven. What, what have we spent on weapons and guns and all sorts of for four trillion dollars? Mentioned it here on the program. You know, China's got hypersonic. Missiles that, I guess, way beyond what we have right here. Um, I, I don't know what we're spending our money on. It's, uh, it's a mess. 
people. But it's, it's again, it's that watchdog, wall, watchdog on Wall Street axis of evil, big business, politicians, and the media. And if you don't think the defense contractors are in there as well, they are. Shoot. Oh, yeah. We got an F-30. We got a great new fighter jet for this F-35. Let's have a z- billions and billions of dollars in cost overruns and screw-ups. What difference does it make? You already started. Keep, keep banging out the American taxpayer. It's a gift that keeps on giving. And uh, believe me, okay, media loves this crap. Can anybody name for me a time, a point in time where the media has not backed war? They, uh, they, uh, they come out uh, for intervention and back in war, and both parties can get behind this. And again, I, 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 people are disgusted. Disgusted. And again, I don't like, um, I don't like telling people, you know, what they should do or how they should vote in states. Again, I'm a you know, 10th Amendment guy in, in states that I don't uh, live in. I don't live in the state of Mississippi, but uh, this guy's got to go. This, this guy has got to go. Anyway, um, <laughs> change directions here. Uh, this is an, another story that uh, I saw in regards to the metaverse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people are spending money in the metaverse. They're buying, I'm, I'm not making this up. We talked about the digital real estate that they're buying. They're buying digital real estate. And guess what? They're setting up digital malls. Digital malls where you can buy digital stuff. And again, yeah, I, I don't blame them. Guess who has digital stores inside the Matrix, this fake world? Oh, you guessed it. Louis Vuitton, Gucci, they're going to be setting up shop there too. So people are going to actually spend money for fake hand, for digital handbags for their avatar in the metaverse. We're done. We're just about there. Guys, we, we've, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping you're going to get, the, we're going to have that jump the shark moment where we're going to start turning back from all this. I, I'm thrilled that Yellowstone is one of the, uh, the, the top television show in the country. I know there's some normal people out there, but who does this? What kind of blanking loser does this? I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. It's Christmas time. You're supposed to pray for people like this. I, 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 play with me. This is, I don't know. You got to have an exorcism or something like that. If you're going to be that stupid. Oh, yeah. 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 Dolce and Gabbana. All these Burberry. Mm hmm. And, and yeah, you, can, you can spend your money for your fake pieces of artwork in your fake house in this fake world. Stupid is as stupid does. There's plenty of people out there. It's saying a fool and his money. People are willing to just give you money for stupid crap. What are you going to do? All right. You're going to buy. Sure. Give me your money. Anyway, um, Elon Musk. 
Government is the biggest corporation with a monopoly on violence where you have no recourse. Yeah, he's been going off on some rants lately. Um, Anti-government rants, and I'm all for it. I'm all for it. He's going off, basically calling out government for what it is, going after stupid regulations. Elon Musk basically echoing what we've been saying here on the program, that uh, we need, uh, Congress needs an eraser, it doesn't need a pen. We need to get rid of stupid rules and regulations. He's spot on. Talked about the, uh, the federal budget. Federal budget deficit is insane. Something's got to give. You just can't spend $3 trillion more than you own every year and don't expect something bad to happen. I think the role of the government should be that of a referee, not a player on the field. Hallelujah. Amen. Government should try to get out of the way and not impede progress. The rules and regulations keep increasing every year. Rules and regulations are immortal. They don't die. It's kind of like entitlements as well. Occasionally, you see some law with a sunset provision, but really, otherwise, the vast majority of rules and regulations live forever. Eventually, it just takes longer and longer, and it's harder to do things. There's not really an effective garbage collection system for removing rules and regulations. And so gradually, this hardens the arteries of civilization. We're able to do less and less over time. So I think government should be trying really hard to get rid of rules and regulations that perhaps had merit at some time, but don't have merit currently. And again, I mentioned this earlier. He said about the Build Back Better plan. He said, don't pass it. Um, yeah, I, I, people, it's, it's not just rules and regulations. It's government agencies. It's programs. It's government programs. They should have a shelf life where you say, okay, we're going to, this is how long it's here for. And, uh, that's it. This is all the money you get. All the money. We'll see, you know, after, you know, you're done, we'll see how you do. And then we'll decide whether or not we're going to keep it. But that doesn't happen. They never go away. There's never any progress there's never any accountability there's no the you know the proverbial skin in the game again great book by uh nicholas nassim talib one of my my favorite uh i guess you know risk management experts slash philosophers i i look at this all the time i see what 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 type of skin do you have? I mean, do you have anything in this? What do you stand to lose if this doesn't work out right? As far as government is concerned, nothing. Nothing. They don't have to do a good job. They just, the only thing that they have to do, they have to do is to spend every dime by the end of the fiscal year. By the end of September, all money that has been allocated must be gone. Results? Don't need them. There's a great bit from the movie Ghostbusters. They get thrown out of Columbia. Get thrown out of Columbia. And uh, they talked about uh, working in the private sector. And Dan Aykroyd's character said, I've worked in the private sector. They expect results. Yeah. How about that? Same type of a note here. I, I saw this. Uh, John Stossel, um, 
libertarian, big fan of his, his work. He also put stuff out for uh, Reason uh, magazine. And he's talking about uh, New York City's Bryant Park. Now, right now, the surrounding area around Bryant Park, uh, it's gotten bad. It has. It's gotten bad. The, the crime is, is it, quite frankly, it's, it's out of control. We mentioned that the, um, uh, the executives at uh, Bank of America's, because Bank of America's tower is on the corner of Bryant Park, told their junior staffers, hey, dress down. Don't stand out. Most certainly do not wear any Bank of America clothing, logos, or anything like that, because you'll make yourself a target. However, Bryant Park square there. And again, a bit of a geographical information. It's behind, I mentioned the Ghostbusters, it's behind the library on Fifth Avenue. The main library on Fifth Avenue, right behind it was Bryant Park. Now, we're always told all the time by the morons on left, government is good and it's through the people. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and of course, private is it's selfish, it's selfish profits for the rich people. So obviously, based upon that ridiculous logic, uh, public must be better, right? Then if that's the case, Stossel says, why do the words public toilet make you cringe? What do you, when you think of public toilet, you get close your eyes, picture, what are you thinking? Right. Anyway, anyway, um, there's, a, there's a nice public toilet in Bryant Park, and guess what? People line up to go in there. You want to know why? They got two attendants at that public, uh, public toilet, clean the bathrooms 30 times a day. Bathrooms are furnished with flowers, paintings, and speakers play classical music. You, you want to know why? That that. that Public toilet is actually private. Yeah. Uh-huh. 37 years ago, Bryant Park was a disaster. Much like uh, Washington Park is uh, right now down at the end of Fifth Avenue uh, in Greenwich Village. It was filled with vagrants. It was filled with trash. A uh, urban redeveloper stepped in. And basically told city politicians, I don't know how he did this, but he got them to let him run the park. He got money from local businesses, tried to uh, innovate, um, playing music in the bathrooms, taking care of them. Uh, yeah, all sorts, of, all sorts of interesting things there, right? Now, Bryant Park, again. Yeah. It's a, it's a massive Christmas market with an ice skating rink right now around the holidays. They've got uh, bars and restaurants and little shops and, and all sorts of stuff, right? And they pay rent and they help keep the park nice in the summertime. Yep, they still have uh, various different you know, little food places there, outdoor bars, big green space. They show movies at night. At least they did. This is prior to COVID. Again, why? Why it's it's not it's not the government that's doing it. It's people that are interested, right? It's the famous Trump story as well. New York City couldn't uh, uh, couldn't get the Woolman rink done. Ah, oh, spend millions and millions of dollars for nothing. 
But again, it's government. So what? They don't look at it that way. They look at it as they got millions and millions of dollars to their friends and contractors to do nothing. Donald Trump begged. I said, let me take over. Let me take care of this thing. The rink is right near the Plaza Hotel, which uh, Donald Trump was running at that point in time. No, 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 no. So what did Donald do? He used the press. He went to the media, made a big story out of it, and then they let him do it. And what did he do? He made it an unbelievable rink, uh, did it uh, way, way under budget, and uh, it's worked. Well, and I, I, don't, I don't think Trump's running it anymore because Bill de Blasio doesn't like him, and I guess canceled all the Trump contracts uh, with all their facilities around the city. Anyway, again. Again, this is why when, when you start hearing politicians talk about public-private partnerships, I want to throw up. I don't want public-private partnerships. I don't want the government doing crap, okay? I've been saying this longer than Elon Musk has been saying it. Government should be a referee, and we're all supposed to be equal under the law. Anyway, oh, gee whiz, the UK has joined... Australia and us in a diplomatic boycott of China's Winter Olympics. Oh boy, that'll show them. Do you think they give a flying you-know-what about whether or not we send diplomats there to the Olympics? Do you think they care? Oh boy, we really showed them. We really fixed their red wagon. It's just, it's actually embarrassing. It really is. It's embarrassing. You, you want another round of embarrassing? Boris Johnson. I, honestly, there, there, there was that kink song that they actually, they used it in, um, they used it in The Sopranos. Um, there's uh, no, no England now. Oh, Living on the Edge. Living on a Thin Line. Living on, living on a, I don't know. I, I forget exactly. It was a pretty good tune. The, the song by the kinks. Um, there's no England. I, 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 the, there isn't. They, again, they're doing lockdowns again. They're doing lockdowns again because a few people got COVID. The, the Omicron thing. Boris Johnson's allowing this to happen. I, honestly, what the hell? You've got to be kidding me. If they can't, if we can't deal with the Omicron, which is, again, if people aren't getting sick. They aren't being hospitalized with this thing. If that's the case, then this is never going to end in certain places. Again, they should be embarrassed. They really should. Anyway, um, jobs gap has grown to uh, two unemployed workers per three job openings since summer. Wow. And I, I... I see this, and again, I remember there were, there were times uh, when I was younger, I was looking for a job, and the economy wasn't doing well, and you, you had a hard time finding one. And it was just you you're dropping off resumes, or oh, not resumes at the time, filling out applications left, right, and all the place, just to try to find something. There are three openings for every two unemployed workers. And the hard thing is getting those unemployed workers to actually apply for those jobs. Anyway, um, oh, oh, again, this, I'm not making this up. In case you hadn't heard, in case you hadn't heard, the Christmas tree, 
Christmas tree outside of the uh, Fox News studios on 6th Avenue. Again, geographic position. Fox News behind pretty close to Radio City Music Hall and pretty darn close stone's throw away from Rockefeller Center. They uh, burnt down, somebody burnt down uh, the Christmas tree in front of the uh, Fox News headquarters. As it turns out, I guess this is someone, obviously disturbed, homeless individual. So what did they do? Did they, did they take this disturbed, homeless individual and get them help, put them in an institution so they, they might not hurt themselves or, or anybody else? No. No. Uh, because of the bail reform rules and because people, liberals, are just stupid. And there's no other way to say it. it, it you know, liberalism is a mental disorder. My old Michael Savage said, you're just stupid. They let the guy go. The guy started a huge fire in Midtown Manhattan. Started, climbed up the tree, started a huge fire in Midtown Manhattan. They let him go. Now, is, is that safe? Is that, is that any, anywhere safe? Quick side story. Same note. Some guy, this is a couple days ago, attacked, uh, attacked somebody on the subway with like a sack of what? I don't know. Again, let them go. Let them go. Um, let's just say two people that we know, two people that we know were on the subway. It was the next day or the day after. And they recognized the guy because his picture was in the post. Doesn't the guy start chasing after them and they have to, to run? Yeah, I'm, I'm not kidding. Listen, people, you want to come to New York, you want to see something. I would strongly suggest, and I don't think it's legal, but I, I wouldn't give a damn. Um, I, you know, yeah, I don't say bring a gun because then you get yourself in deep, deep trouble. Um, maybe one of those telescoping, you know, uh, nightsticks that you, you know, you can swing out there and you can, you can just in case. I, I, if you're not familiar with the city, you're new. I'm just telling you. I'm telling you, protect yourself. Protect yourself. You're going to have to be on your guard. You have to be. You have to be aware. Like I said, head on a swivel. Story about inflation. Here, this is uh, actually an editorial op-ed um, in the Wall Street Journal today by a farmer uh, from... Missouri. In 45 years of raising corn, soybeans, and flowers, I've never seen anything like this. Inflation may be transitory, but so is lung cancer. Why haven't you signed the release? Asked one of my suppliers in a rather plaintive email. I was confused. I'd never been asked to sign a release approving shipping charges before. I read further and found that I had to agree to pay nearly $20,000 in extra shipping charges to receive the container of plastic pots we will fill with flowers this spring. I also learned that my pots were stuck in a queue of container ships near California's port of Long Beach. To get them to Missouri, I had to pay ransom. The next day, 
I talked with both of my fertilizer suppliers. Still reeling from the flower pot disaster, I was shocked that the only question about the price of three major fertilizer inputs was whether or not it would double or triple. My family and I have, have finished applying for the first of three fertilizers, and, and the increased costs for our farm are about 50 grand, with an anticipated $40,000 increase for the remaining two inputs. All told, costs for our small business will soar by $100,000 this year. Inflation is more than a transitory problem around here. Again, numerous reasons for this. Okay. Yeah, anything. And it was, he mentioned that uh, uh, all, all the inputs have one thing in common. They're imported. Legislation introduced by Senator Josh Hawley would require 50% of the value of a product to be produced in the United States to be sold commercially in America. Senator Marco Ruby and others have also jumped on the industrial policy bandwagon. Requiring U.S. production seems like a smart policy. Wouldn't a secure domestic supply protect my business from shocks like these? Maybe not. There's more to the story. Uh, this anhydrous ammonia is the main source of nitrogen for our farm. is a natural gas product. And much more anhydrous production in the United States occurs near the Gulf of Mexico. Hurricane Ida caused many of those plants to halt production for at least for a time, foreign plants helped make up the shortfall. As bad as the situation has been, imports have kept it from getting worse. Phosphorus and potash are the other two major fertilizers we use, and the price increases we are seeing for both are a direct result of trying to replace imports with domestic production. Mosaic, the leading domestic fertilizer producer, asked the Commerce Department to investigate imports of phosphate fertilizer from Morocco and Russia, and the U.S. International Trade Commission has levied duties to protect, to protect domestic fertilizer producers from dumping. Now, again, how does that make any sense? Just apparently, it's apparently foreign companies are taking advantage of farmers by selling them cheap fertilizer. Tariffs on phosphorus have given Mosaic, get this, an 80 percent market share for phosphorus fertilizer in the United States. Big, big, bigger, big business. They own it. They own it. It's no coincidence that prices for phosphorus have doubled since the fall of 2020. Mosaic's earnings saw a year-over-year increase of around 6,000% in the last quarter. Maybe imports actually protect consumers from domestic monopolies well maybe we should get rid of the domestic monopolies yeah this year the biden administration placed tariffs of 220 percent on chinese produced truck trailers used to transport shipping containers part of the increased cost of my plastic pots is because of a shortage of these trailers and it goes on and on and, and what do all these things have in common? Government. Government. I'm smart. I'm Alfredo. I'm smart. And I demand respect. I work in Washington. I'm smart. I demand respect. I got to make rules and regulations, even though I don't have a freaking clue. Watchdog. 
on wallstreet.com. Watchdog on wallstreet.com. We'll see you. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.